This episode of Weekly Weird News is sponsored by Feels and by Upstart. A recurring theme that we've seen over and over and over again, making this show for the last several years, has been people scamming their way into making other people think they have jobs that they definitely do not have and definitely are not qualified for. Yeah. And that's bad regardless of the fake job, but these people seem to always be drawn specifically to jobs where this kind of grift can have deadly life-or-death consequences. <laughs> uh, the undisputed king mm-hmm. of this sort of thing is, of course, Dr. Dr. Malachi Love Robinson, who is absolutely not a doctor. But there's so many more examples of this sort of thing that have come across our news desk, our radar since then. I feel like it's always the worst things because they're the, like, they take the longest to unravel. Like with a doctor, it's Why like, would someone lie about that? Yeah, well, it's also like a doctor, like, you know, if something's wrong with you, it takes a while before you get to the point where you're like, I think I'm being screwed over by my doctor. Whereas if it's like someone pretending that they're like a lawn maintenance service, like day mm-hmm. one, you're like, <laughs> what's going on here? Have you ever mowed a lawn in your life? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, for whatever reason, <clears throat> 2018 was a banner year for fake doctors. There was a woman who was found to have been working as a fake doctor in the UK for 22 years. I'm sure she learned a thing or two yeah, over the 22 years. probably pretty good at it by the end. Uh, there was a woman in Georgia caught pretending to be a dentist for seven years. That's, for some reason to me, more horrifying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was a UC Irvine student caught roaming the halls of a children's hospital pretending to be a doctor. And over in India, there was a teenager who successfully posed as a doctor for several months. And on top of all of the fake doctors, we've also seen multiple examples of people pretending to be police officers. Which is worse, arguably? It depends on how you look at it. Uh, mm, I don't know. Are they, like, it depends. I feel like there's specifically two ways people go with pretending to be police officers. They want to abuse power or they're really into detective work. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So. Just become a, one of those weird superheroes. It's it's Just not that, that hard to be an actual cop, as we said it last really time. It really isn't. Yeah, no. that's the weird, like, pretending to be a doctor, it's like, yeah, that's hundreds of thousands of dollars, years of medical school. Like, it's, it's hard becoming a doctor. Mm-hmm. Becoming a cop, Anyone Funny. can do it. We know people who have. There's a giant billboard down the street that has a website you can yeah. go to you to sign up for the call, LAPD. Call a phone number. <laughs> do, do a couple classes. Yeah. Your, it's a couple weekends. Now. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, luckily, in none of the examples we just talked about, was anyone actually killed or seriously hurt? I mean, people Due were, to these people's deception. Uh, horrific fraud going on, though. Yeah. But, Monetary. But, but nobody died. Situations. Nobody died. Sure. Until now. So, here's Muhammad Wahid Butt. <laughs> and yes, his last name is Butt. Uh, apparently, it's a common last name in Pakistan. I don't know. The name Butt, funny as it is, it's less important than the fact that this man is not a doctor, yet has been pretending to be one. Dr. Butt. A Dr. Butt, and recently got an old lady killed because of it. Uh, let's read from Newsweek. An 80-year-old woman died on Sunday after an ex-security guard at a Pakistani hospital posed as her doctor and performed surgery on her back. Two weeks prior to her death, Shamima Begum underwent an operation at Mayo Hospital in Lahore, Pakistan. But instead of a qualified doctor, her surgery was performed by Mohammed Wahid Butt, a disgruntled former guard who had been fired by the hospital two years ago, Lahore police told Agence France Presse on Monday. Quote, we can't keep up with what every doctor and what everyone is doing at all times. It's a large hospital, said Mayo Hospital official. There's a lot of doctors running around. Look, sometimes the doctors are fake and they kill people. What are we supposed to do? So it sounds like anyone with a lab coat and a stethoscope could just roam this hospital unnoticed, despite previously having been fired 
from a security guard job at the same hospital. Hey, that guy looks familiar. Wasn't he a security guard? You know what? I'm proud of him. He yeah. decided, no, I didn't want to just be a security guard. So he, he hit those night classes yeah. and he became uh, a doctor. Nothing that uh, there's anything wrong with uh, blue collar work. But yeah. look at that. He turned his he turned his life into something that good for him. Fruitful. Good for him. Only it was a, it was a scam. What an inspiration. Uh, also, it, it sounds like uh, this wasn't Mr. Butt's first crack at any of this. Uh, a police spokesperson said Butt had posed as a doctor and made home visits to other patients in the past. So. All right. Why did Mr. Butt do this? That's Dr. Butt. Oh, yes. Dr. Butt. Sorry. Well, uh, it's the same reason most crimes are committed. Money. And then eventually you just got to do surgery because you're a doctor, right? That's when it gets hairy. How committed are you to this lie? That's when Mr. Butt gets into a hairy situation. <laughs> From New... Sorry, someone died. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> From Newsweek, public hospitals in Pakistan require patients to make payments toward their treatment. Begum's family paid Butt for the surgery, as well as two home visits to check and attend to her wound. It wasn't until her bleeding and pain worsened and her family took her back to the hospital that officials and Begum's family had figured out what had happened. Yeah, it sounds like uh, you can just dress up like a doctor, go down to the local hospital in Pakistan, and then do doctor stuff. And then the patient pays you directly. Thank you for your service. Being a doctor in Pakistan, it's like being a barber. You you just rent a, a, a slot and, you know, you give... Give the barbershop a little bit off the You top show them and, that uh, uh, photocopied uh, license that you have there. You keep a poster right next to your yeah. cool stickers. Yeah. And you're all good to go. <laughs> this is horrible. This is very horrible. This the, is a really bad thing that uh, happened. It's just ridiculous that it keeps happening. Um, but yeah, and it, it's horrible. And it's also apparently not an isolated incident for this part of Pakistan. Uh, according to that Newsweek article, in May of this year, another Pakistani man was arrested for impersonating a doctor and attempting to extort money from patients at Lahore General Hospital, France 24 reported. In 2016, a woman was found posing as a neurosurgeon at Jeez. Lahore's Services Hospital, the second largest health facility in Pakistan. She had been performing operations alongside real neurosurgeons for eight months before being found out. That's terrifying. Yeah. Fake neurosurgery, literally brain surgery. Imagine getting fucking brain surgery and finding out later that the person who did it they didn't really know what they were doing, actually. Kind of messing around, seeing what works. Although, I mean, at that point, would you even understand what any of that meant after this lady scrambled your brain? No. Like, all right, pop them open. Okay, that's fixed. Family just does what the Kennedys did and just shoves you away. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the fake doctor stuff is a lot less funny when it involves fake doctors doing actual su- surgeries. Yeah, come on. Uh, yeah, at least with Malachi Love Robinson, the worst thing he ever did was prescribe vitamin pills to an old lady who needed actual medical care for her stomach issues. And then, uh, in another case, embezzled money so that he could purchase cars under their names. Yeah, he did rob a lot of these old ladies. So, no. uh, yeah, not, not entirely without fault. Yeah, he robbed that, that lady's life savings. But uh, after hearing about Dr. Butt, I mean, we have to give Dr. Love Robinson some credit for not cutting the old lady open and just playing around with her guts. Oh, here's the problem. What better way to learn? Uh, you've got a, a really bad case of spaghetti guts. And uh, we're going to fix that right now. Puts on a Chef Boyardee hat. <laughs> yeah, I'm also a, 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 chef. a certified chef. Would yeah. you believe it? I'll believe anything. Because I'm a gullible American citizen who is terrified of the medical industry yeah. because of its... Uh, a insane financial burden. Sure, whatever. <laughs> it, it took me months to even uh, build up the courage to come see you, Dr. What's your name? Love? Okay, whatever. Sounds great. Yeah, Very get to work. Sounding name. And you say these pills will work? Great. 
So uh, anyway, let's move on now to another story about a professional faker. And thankfully, this next guy's lives were much more low stakes. It was more along uh, the lines of that that metal musician we talked about a while back. Threaten? Yeah. Yeah. Where he tried to do a whole tour based on like his own hype. Yeah. This is this is more like uh, along the Jared Threaten yeah. path of fakery, but like involving way more commitment. Yeah. So. Yeah, no one's life was ever in danger in this one, I that's, think, that's I hope. Good, yeah. uh, all this guy did was lie on his resume, which, sure, a lot of people lie on their resumes. But this guy really took his lies to the next level. 35-year-old Christopher Massimini was hired back in 2019 to run the Pioneer Theater Company, the only professional theater company in all of Salt Lake City, which is part of the University of Utah. He was making more than $200,000 a year at the Jeez. job, and his salary was paid for in donations and also tax dollars due to the University of Utah being a public university. And uh, based on his lengthy professional resume, which shows him to be a major figure in film, television, advertising, video games, music, and theater, he was almost overqualified for this job. And he literally was, because again, his resume was total bullshit. And it wasn't even very clever bullshit. I mean, some basic scrutiny during the hiring process would have prevented all of this. And investigative reporters at Salt Lake City's Fox 13 News proved this by simply fact-checking uh, Massimini's claims in an article that is comically long. It just keeps going and going. Uh, now, for starter, Massimini claimed to have received both a bachelor's degree and master's degree from NYU in just three years. Fox 13 spent five minutes reaching out to NYU about this, and they confirmed that this was bullshit. Okay, that was easy. Now, one of the few things on Massimini's resume that wasn't bullshit was his work as the CEO of the National Yiddish Theater, which was actually newsworthy at the time because he's not Jewish, but and he was young, and so it's like, look at this guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, his other supposed work in the theater world included being nominated for two Tony Awards. Wow. Which the Tony Awards said was bullshit when contacted by Fox 13. Reporters. Oh, is this Tony? Did this guy win one of your awards? I don't know anything about this guy getting my awards. Mm -hmm. This is Tony here. I give all the awards. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's the Tony Award. Hey, you seen this dear Evan Hansen? Now, here's a thing hey. worth an award. You get an award. <laughs> Evan Hansen, you're getting all the awards. Massive Mini. Massive. Never Massive. heard of him. Massimo? Ah, I thought he went to jail I for getting that... his kid into college. Yeah, he was in that scam. <laughs> I don't like scammers. Tony doesn't like scammers. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you would think, like, being nominated for the most prestigious award in live theater would be a pretty easy thing for a major theater company to fact check. But apparently they didn't. They just saw it on the resume. They're like, damn, this guy's good. This Let's get him the job. Continues my theory that everyone in every position in every company is just actually really lazy. Yeah. And they just want... Whatever the easiest thing for them to continue on with their job as easy as possible is what they're going to do. Like, look, this guy's resume is great. Let's get him on here. Now I don't have to worry about that position anymore. Cool. Done. It's done. Yeah. It's done. Go about my day. Add that to my resume. Yeah. Filled in, filled in this, this job. Yeah. I, I hired this guy. He's got the craziest resume, and he was making a huge sacrifice coming here to Salt Lake wow, City. Wow, he's really lowering himself. It's almost suspicious. <laughs> he's just got a passion for the Mormons. He does. I uh, hear some more in info about Chris uh, Massimene's humanitarianism. According to Massimene's website, ImagineTomorrowLLC.com, in 2019, he was awarded Humanitarian of the Year by the National Performing Arts Action Association. The website further states Massimene flew to Washington, D.C. in 2020, where he received an honorary key to the city. Uh, the University of Utah and Pioneer Theater Company posted articles congratulating him. 
Uh, however, Fox 13 learned the NPAAA does not appear to exist outside of press releases advertising Massimone's award. Uh, in some of the congratulatory photos, Massimone is seen wearing a small medal with a purple ribbon around his neck. Fox 13 quickly learned that the same medal can be purchased online for $4.25. Uh, a former University of Utah employee has confirmed Massimone filed an expense report asking to use taxpayer money to pay for his trip to Washington, D.C. to receive the fake award. So, yeah, there might be crimes yeah. involved because Tax of that. Tax fraud. Which, yeah, that's, it's, like, it's like bad enough what he did, but like little details like this. Like this story, it's like still happening. Yeah. It's in development. And, like, this shit could get him in big trouble. I would just love if the picture of him receiving the key to the city was, like, him holding it and, like, people giving it to him is Jacob Ball and Jack Berkman on, <laughs> yeah. the, on the stoop of Jack Berkman's house. Yeah, it was the uh, the 16, what's their company called? I don't fucking 1600 remember. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, uh, we'll give you a giant key to the city if you come here and say that you had sex with Elizabeth Warren. Hey, Ford. a grift for a grift. <laughs> They're trading grifts. Yeah. You'll have to see it. Uh, Mass Mini, this guy, he also had a long and prestigious background in the world of advertising, which is, of course, all bullshit. Uh, from that article, Mass Mini's resume lists him as a media direction and communications consultant for Old Spice Sense for Gents. The resume also states he received an Andy Award for Old Spice's Sense for Gents and Old Spice's Muscle Man, a spokesperson for Whedon and Kennedy, the actual advertising agency in charge of producing Old Spice commercials, confirmed Massimini never worked on those ads. Quote, that individual has not worked for us, the spokesperson wrote. Yet according to an article published on londondailypost.co.uk, that sounds reputable. Massimini was the central force behind the revitalization of the Old Spice brand. Fox 13 has since learned London Daily Post is a website that charges users to publish articles. The listing even includes Massimini's article as a sample of work that can be purchased. This is a big, uh, this is a big thing um, specifically for like up-and-coming talent and stuff like that. You just plant fake news out there. No, you have to have published articles yeah. in order to have like Wikipedia pages or yeah. like uh, verified Instagram accounts and Twitter accounts and stuff like that. So there's literally just services yeah. where you're just like, um, yeah, okay, give us your bio. Uh, we're going to do an article about like you being in this fucking off-Broadway thing or whatever, like this yeah. small theater thing. And it's like, all right, now you're a published thing. You can point to that as press. And these uh, websites, the ones that do it, are very interesting. It's because it's like they they mix in, like, it looks like... Well, they probably aggregate real news. Yeah, basically, they're like, 75% of it is just, like, automatically aggregated stuff. But if you actually click on the articles, it's, like, horribly formatted and shit. and just, like, covered in it's ads. Same, I mean, it's kind of the same thing, like, you have to do to get a business in California, or I assume in a lot of other states. Oh, yeah, you put, put it in You have to announce your business. <laughs> yeah. Hello. This is a fictitious name for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you have to announce it in a... A publication, which yeah, is so a newspaper that exists specifically for Yeah, there's a bunch that. of, like, fake newspapers. I mean, I guess they're not fake, but they, yeah, they exist solely to yeah. do those. They should just call this the National Grift, because every article that's not aggregated is someone who's putting it there for a specific reason to get something yeah. in return for it. A lot of these, are, these websites are also used in, like, reputation management uh, companies. Oh, to, like, bury things? Yeah, so basically, like, if you don't want search results of you, like, saying the N-word or, or doing some, some <laughs> other, like, thing yeah. that's going to threaten your livelihood, you hire a reputation management company to just make a bunch of fake articles on websites like this. So basically... Oh, it just, like, the, covers the other yeah, stuff. Yeah, it bumps all the stuff that you don't want them to see down to, like, page two. There you go. 
Uh, here's more, though. According to an article published by BillboardWorldMusic.com... <laughs> hey, Billboard! Oh, cool, yeah, that sounds <laughs> reputable. Massimone also is also responsible for an ad campaign that salvaged KFC's reputation when they ran out of chicken in the UK. Quote, Massimone's quick-witted humor rearranged the letters to FCK, the article reads. The idea proved to be a lesson in class and humility and helped the fast food giant both save face and perhaps the future of its market hold against its competitors. In short, Massimone is a titan. Uh, Mother London is the advertising agency that actually came up with the KFC's FCK campaign. A spokesperson for the company confirmed Massimone was not involved with the project. And yes, BillboardWorldMusic.com is a fake website made to look like it's associated with Billboard magazine, but it is not. I do think it's clever that he's taking credit for stuff that happened in the UK. So it's like... Yeah, it's harder to... Well, I don't know. Who... You gonna call long distance to to see if this is this is real? I mean, of course you didn't see the ads. You live here in Utah, and it's in Billboard World Music. So yeah. why would they lie? Yeah, it's not it's not the same as Billboard.com because it's Billboard World Music. Yeah, it's, it's the international, international edition. Yeah. Like you not, you wouldn't it. heard of it because you don't listen to pan flute music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Chris Massimini also has a very prestigious fake background in the world of television. From the article, according to Massimini's website, he was inducted into the Producers Guild of America Hall of Fame for exceptional contributions to new media in 2018. The same claim appears in articles on the websites Influensive and Grind Success, both of which charge users for the publication of articles. A spokesperson for the Producers Guild of America confirmed the information is false. Quote, he is not a member and was not ever a member, the spokesperson wrote. He was not inducted into the PGA Hall of Fame. Wow. Uh, also, hey... Sup, gamers? Gamers. Chris Massimani has managed to find time in his busy schedule to work on some of the hottest titles of the last few years. Although Massimani's day job has nothing to do with video games, he claims to be involved in the creation of some of the most high-profile releases over the past two decades. His resume identifies him as a media direction and communications consultant for Capcom, the creators of the popular Resident Evil series. It further states he received two gold GMA awards for Resident Evil 5 and Resident Evil 6. According to an article on GameZoneHub.com... Massimene's most recent work includes Resident Evil Village, a title that was released on May 7, 2021. A spokesperson for production company Capcom confirmed Massimene has not worked on Resident Evil games. No, he's the one that came up with uh, Lady... What if she was big? <laughs> no, bigger. He... Picture the biggest woman you've ever seen. This Double. guy kicked in the door and he said, look, she's beautiful, right? But what if she was twice as beautiful? Nine feet tall. But this was years after he came up with the idea of shrinking down to a size that was so small, so small, that it made the woman appear to be bigger. Yeah. And then, Scott Lang. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you guessed it, GameZoneHub.com. That's another one of those vaguely legitimate seeming websites that you can pay to publish whatever you want uh, from the article. Fox 13 sent an email to GameZoneHub asking if they fact-checked their articles prior to publication. A representative for the website confirmed the article was provided by Christopher. I talk a lot about the importance of self-awareness in my work and daily life, Massimani reportedly said in a supposed interview with the outlet. When you're trying to impersonate someone who's succeeded in a particular way, you're setting yourself up for disaster. Um, Mr. Police, he gave you all the clues. This is like when, uh, not to bring up Jacob Wall again, but like when like he's reading that very erotic fan fiction. It's yeah. like, this dude wrote this while he was a, cranking one out. Self-report. Yeah, this is like waving a red flag yeah. up in the air. 
But yeah, make sure you put in the article about how uh, I talk about how impersonating people is a bad idea. Because that way, if they see that, they'll be like, well, he said that. He would never do that. He would never do that. Yeah. So, case closed. Uh, The article briefly mentions some other websites with fake articles about Chris Massimene, but uh, we actually went and found one of them. And this opening paragraph in an article on Very Alley Gaming is just a chef's kiss. I mean, look, we all know what a pain it is to write out a CV. You have to tell everyone how great you are, list your achievements, sound personable and approachable, and display all the skills and traits that an employer wants. Well, in the case of Chris Massimine, this isn't much of a concern because this highly regarded producer has a resume that speaks for itself. Chris has had a hand in creating blockbuster hits such as Bioshock, Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, The Elder Scrolls Skyrim, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, the modern Doom series, the Arkham Trilogy, and this doesn't even scratch the surface. The resume speaks for itself. He's worked on every major game of the last 15 years. He's the Forrest Gump of the gaming industry. Here he is next to Jeff Keighley. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you guessed it. Yeah, he didn't... None of those studios had any record that Chris ever worked I was with. the guy that said fuck on the Game Awards. That was me! Now, that man was French, I believe. Mm, that was, I, was, I was a little drunk. I got a little French accent. It comes out when I'm drunk. Massimone is actually a French last name. Yeah, it's... Uh, Massimone! You know, sort of the, the region between uh, the... What was it? Provence? <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's absurd, like, that, that many games. It's, it's even more obvious than that, though, because if you know even the smallest amount about <laughs> video game development, like, as in literally just knowing the amount of time between when a game is announced and when it's released. This guy was very busy. Uh, yeah. The biggest red flag here, aside from the fact that several of those games were produced entirely in Japan, is that just having that many jobs on your games industry resume is ridiculous because individual games take several years to make. And uh, an actual local game developer that Fox 13 spoke to backed that up. They said, it is a small industry and that resume would raise eyebrows with anyone. Any one of those roles would be a more than full-time job. It would be an all-consuming lifestyle. It would not be possible. It would not even be possible to drive an Uber and do that at the same time. Yeah, seriously, like an an industry so small that one phone call to anyone, just like, hey, does this guy work for you? No, you never heard of him? Oh, okay. And he's he's doing he's he's being so helpful, providing a whole list of studios that you can call and check on him. Why would he lie? Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty incredible, gotta say. Anyways, over in the film and TV biz, uh, Massimone claims to have worked on a bunch of high-profile projects, including Oscar winners Twenty Feet from Stardom and Amy, as well as shows like Boardwalk Empire and Children's Hospital, among many others. Uh, none of which Fox 13 were able to confirm or deny. So who knows? Maybe he did. Could be. I doubt uh, it, but maybe. Yeah, he also claims to have worked in the music industry on the promotional side, working on campaigns for a bunch of huge music acts. Uh, from the article, according to the Billboard World Music article, Massimene is a literal mastermind who has worked with leadership at just about every major record label you can imagine. Massimene is one of recorded music's best-kept secrets. That is, until now, <laughs> the article reads. Massimene has done more in his short time on Earth than most people accomplish in a lifetime. Or, let's be honest here, several lifetimes. I, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Like, he's worked at every major gaming studio. He's worked for every major record label. He's working on movies, TV shows, comedies, dramas, documentaries. Now, if only I could find a state that won't fact check me at all and will just take me at face value yeah. because their entire culture revolves around not lying. Who is the most credulous group of people in these United States of America? People that are so used to others around them telling the truth that they will simply accept the information I provide to them 
without even questioning it. I went... Not, this is not a brag thing, it's just a story. I went to a friend's concert. He was playing a concert in Salt Lake City. I went to, I was going to the concert. I was in an Uber going to the concert. And I said, hey, don't go this way. We're going into the backstage because I'm on the guest list. My friend's playing in the band. The driver was convinced that I was lying and didn't want to lie to the security guard at the thing to let us into the backstage thing. And was so nervous, was just like, are, are you sure that this is, like, you, you're not bullshitting me? Like, you really have, like, a thing? And, like, wouldn't fucking do it. And I'm like, please, you have, because the line was, like, outrageous yeah. going the other way. Like, just go in there. I will talk to them. I will talk to them. He's okay, you have to do all the talking. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. He rolls down the window, and, like, I give him the thing, and he's just like, oh, oh okay. Dude, man, I just, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm not was, used to that kind of uh, <laughs> pressure. It was, it was, it was crazy. I was just like, I swear I'm not lying. And he's just like, uh, if you uh, make me lie for you, <laughs> it's hellfire and damnation for me. Just know that. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're ruining me for a thousand years here, buddy. If you're not telling the I truth. I got my own planet waiting for me. <laughs> don't fuck that. Dude, sorry. Don't, don't mess that don't up. Don't fiddle me. this up. God, I'm so, I'm so wired. I feel like I've drank. A cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Which I would also never do. <laughs> it's only domestic violence here in Utah. Oh. But, uh, yeah, I mean, what a resume. Not bad for a 35-year-old. Yeah. Just multiple industries. Uh, just the highest accolades in, in every field he's tried. Mm -hmm. Honestly, this guy's biggest mistake seems to have been just how far he took things. Yeah. He, he pick got, one. Pick one. Yeah. He got the job at University of Utah, no problem with his resume that seems to have been at least 90% bullshit. And it still took two years for anyone to really notice. If he hadn't gone with such a huge number of credits in multiple industries, which would be literally impossible for one person to accomplish, he'd probably still be skating by on that 200K a year salary. Mm -hmm. uh, as of now, though, uh, he has taken a leave of absence from his job while they uh, investigate the whole situation and presumably find him... Completely innocent. Like, wow. He actually did do all those things. Yeah. Are bad. Mm -hmm. uh, but meanwhile, even now, if you Google Christopher Massimini, some of the top search results still include stuff like this article on Influensive.com. Christopher Massimini, real life's most interesting man in the world. Look, you got to hand it to him. He could probably have gotten a really good marketing job because even if it came out, just be like, I mean, the results don't lie. I marketed myself. Yeah. And people believed it. I, you that's, believed it. That's about the only way I could see this working is uh, now that he's been disgraced from every other industry, the marketing industry. They don't care. Yeah. Like you get eyeballs. They're like, look, we'll hire you, but um, we're docking like $40,000 off your salary to hire a second guy to just fact check everything you do. Just, mm -hmm. you know, just so we don't get in any trouble. What if we made the next lady... 30 feet tall. 30 feet tall. Even bigger. <laughs> yeah. Even bigger. And made the character smaller. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The next game, you play as the big lady, but there's an even bigger lady. Mm -hmm. So there's small guys. And she steps on big you. lady. She steps on you, but you don't die. Nope. You just feel intense pleasure. Yeah. In every inch of your skin. Apparently, the voice actress, uh, apparently, allegedly, uh, has like recorded some very sensual lines. Uh, not for the game, but because uh -huh. people are so horny about for, it. Uh, yeah, you know, just get, for just for fun. Get that bag, girl. Yeah. Oh man, there's. Uh, I don't know if it's like a cameo thing or whatever. Whatever. I mean, as long as it's like, unless her contract with the game specifically forbids it, fuck it. Games don't pay very well for voice actors. Get that bag. One of the funniest uh, TikToks I saw today was that someone paid Rachel Dolezal to do a video about Juneteenth. 
Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, she's on cameo. Yeah, she is. I think Jordan's paid for her to do a cameo before. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan has spent a lot of money on cameo. <laughs> yeah, he's cameo's number one, uh, number one mark. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, before we get to the headlines half of the show, it's time now for a word from this week's sponsor, starting with feels. Mm. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. Pain, nervousness, sleeplessness. If you experience any of these things, Feels CBD is a safe and natural solution without any harmful side effects. Feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help you keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free. It's delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. Now, we both use Feels to make sure we can get a, a good night's sleep and just not feel groggy in the morning. Yeah. Also, biking a lot. Oh, it gets so tense up here. Yeah. It's nice to just relax. Deal with that inflammation. Mm -hmm. Just place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. So feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose. The feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com weird and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That is F-E-A-L-S dot com weird to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com weird. And this episode is sponsored by Upstart. Are you carrying a credit card balance month after month? You are not the only one. High interest rates make it hard to pay off your debt, but Upstart can help. Join the thousands of happy borrowers who made that final payment. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score. They like, you know, your entire income and employment history. Uh, this means that they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash weird. That is upstart.com slash weird. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. And loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Now, let's get into the craziest, weirdest headlines of the week from around the world, starting with Toronto rallies to save tiny kitten who was born without a butthole. This is the thing that can happen, apparently. Did it shit out of its mouth or... No, it was, it was, whole, it, it, the kitten was like six weeks old and had never taken a shit because it didn't have a butthole. So it, it was just like full of its own shit. It was, it was being basically strangled by its own BMs that were just not passing. Elliot, I know who to call. Dr. Butt. Dr. Butt. Yeah. Oh, He's a yeah. surgeon. Uh, boop, there we go. All right. Uh, I'll take my payment now, please. <laughs> this, was a, this was a home visit, so yeah. uh, you can pay me, please. But yeah, I, this cat, born without a butthole, uh, is just horrific. The cutest cat I've ever seen, too, despite being literally full of shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the, the city of Toronto, like everyone, they chipped in. It cost like $10,000 to get a butthole surgically given to this kitten. Uh, they did it. The shelter that was taking care of the kitten, they, they were like, even after the surgery, they're like, I don't know, it still hasn't shit. It didn't shit for like five days afterwards. They're like, it might need another surgery. This is bad. This cat might not even live. But finally, the cat shit out that poop. And uh, Was it a lot? 
I, I imagine, yeah, probably quite a bit. Yeah. Six weeks worth. Like the dog and problem child. Yeah. Just so much poop. Mm-hmm. Isn't that, that, and that, that baby poop. Yeah. Just like a mountain of it. Ugh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. They care. It wasn't, uh, wasn't it Toronto where they, uh, like mourned the death of the raccoon? Uh, that was... Oh, <laughs> wait. Yeah. The raccoon, there was a dead raccoon on the street and people, Made a memorial. This is so like mid 2010s. Yeah, yeah people... it's a very, that, that's what the internet used to be like. Yeah, it was like everyone sort of came together organically to leave like flowers and, you know, the stuff you leave at like a fucking actual like gravesite or roadside like <laughs> accident. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, just impromptu over like social media it turned into that. I miss the old Twitter. <laughs> yeah, it was fun back then. It was. Anyway, uh, there's your cat news. Here's some dog news. Yeah, Chihuahua bit off woman's eyelid while she got her lashes done. Ooh. She definitely got her lashes done. Yeah, they're done for You her. do not have a lash anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is uh, horrific. I, I still don't understand how it happened. She said, she's like, oh, I was getting my lashes done. The dog just jumped in my face and <laughs> pulled my eyelid off. But yeah, there's, I think TMZ has photos of it, which I will not show. No. It is horrible because it's just like one of her eyes, no eyelid. It's like it's like fucking Two Face's eye in. Uh, I've met like one Batman. nice Chihuahua in my entire life. My Chihuahua. Your Chihuahua is like a mix, though, isn't it? I'm talking about like I don't a pure, know. like a the one that looks like the Taco Bell dog. Well, Chihuahuas have a lot of. Um, well, they got a little like a peanut brain. They so got a, little, like they a lot like, of like physical variants yeah. in the species. Like they can be very small, very big. They kind of floppy ears, big ears. I'm mm. pretty sure my dog is mostly Chihuahua, if not. 100%. Your dog's uh, kind of chill. I mean, they, he barks a lot. And... Well, my dog, and I thought this was true of all chihuahuas, like, my dog will, like, when she gets real mad, she'll, like, snap at me, but she, she does it in a way where, like, like she'll just, like, put her teeth on me, but not actually bite. It's just, like, don't fuck with me. Mm-hmm. I do have teeth. I'm not going to use them. So it's, like, it'll look to, someone else will be like, oh, my God, your dog bit Like, no. She Small just dog's too wiry. You got to get a big dog, big, nice, lazy dog. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree. It's hard in a, in a and they got city. the bigger brains. They do. They'll kill for you if they know that it's a person that's actually trying to harm you. They will. Uh-huh. They will. Yeah. Unless they're a golden retriever, they'll just let the robbers in. Like, oh, new people, come on in. Toss the ball. Yeah. <laughs> got any uh, treats? <laughs> Man charged in January sixth riot who chugged wine in Capitol wants to run for Congress. I don't think this will be I think the we're going to see a lot of these. I do not think this is the last person we will see that is going to run for some kind of government, local or, or federal. I mean, the problem is, from all this. I think if you have a felony conviction, it may be impossible to run for... Con- I, don't, I don't know what the laws are now, but... Uh, well, we got to get rid of those laws. It's the yeah, first thing they're going to do. Yeah. Retroactively, I will make it legal for me to uh, run for the job With that the I stroke have of a pen. Yeah, this guy, I mean, he's he's one of the, like, hundreds of people who's currently under some sort of, uh, you know, things are happening legally for him. Yeah. But he he wants to, he's, he, he was inspired by being in Congress. He's like, I want to work here someday. And then when I get my job, I'm going to come in and be like, hey, good to see you guys again. They're like, when are, where are we seeing you? Did you try like, to kill us? I took a shit in your office. Ha! Uh, it would be much more endearing if he was like, uh, you know, I was, I, I was, I was a little high on the sauce. Uh, but, but I thought to myself long and hard once under arrest and had some time to think and separate myself from the situation. And I said, you know what? Maybe I can change things, but mm-hmm. I'm going to do it the right way. That's right. It's inspiring. Yeah. The, the reporter asked him, they're like, do you think, 
your the fact that you were at the Capitol during the riot, do you think that's maybe a liability for your chances? He's like, no, that because that tells voters that I'm actually going to show up. I'm going to follow through. I'm going to be there. No liability is the lie you tell on the news. Yeah. Liability <laughs> on the fake news. You got the best liability of all. Fake news. Austrian man jailed for 19 months after tattooing Nazi symbol on his testicle. How'd they find out? I don't know. This uh, You want to see my balls? Yeah. It, his brother did the tattooing, too. So it must be a very strong bond well, that they have together. In the Nazi circles, brother could uh, also mean, like, anything. No, this is actual, his okay. actual brother. Yeah. Um, they were drinking, and he's like, hey. A member of the Aryan Brotherhood or his actual brother? Give me a swastika tattoo on my balls. And he's like, sure, spread them out. It had to have hurt, like, fuck, too. Like, I, there's a lot of questions here. They, they'd obviously, in Europe, they have way stronger privacy. It's like the anti-Florida. Yeah. The, there's, the guy's name's not in it. There's a lot of details missing. But uh, apparently someone ratted him out for having a swastika on his balls. And under... Present them. Under the law in Austria, you're not allowed to uh, promote uh, Nazi shit. Even if it's on your balls. Um, yeah. Uh, you may not agree with those laws, but uh, that's those are the rules. He chose to break them. Mm-hmm. He did literally say, and this is, I think, interesting. He's just like, look, you're young. Like, you're just into stuff that they tell you you shouldn't be into. Yeah. I'm not actually a Nazi. I just, like, I just wanted to do stuff that the authorities told me I couldn't do. So that's why, <laughs> that's why I got really into this shit for a little while. But I'm not really a Nazi. I don't know if I believe him, but uh, I don't know. He's going to jail now. Couldn't he get it removed? What are you in for? Get it, get it, get it removed. Uh, he said that, like, it's already, because of the way the skin down there is, like, you can barely see it. It's just, like, looks like a little smudge now. I don't know. I would we, like I, I'd like to see the, uh, I'd like to see that tattoo. Yeah. I'd like to see how offensive it is. Is, is it just a line drawing, or is it, like, really well done, thick? Yeah. I'm very curious as well. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess we'll never know. We'll never know. They don't have the sunshine laws they, there. They don't. We need to bring Austrian, uh, bring Florida's sunshine laws to Europe so, <laughs> for our show. So we can know more. <laughs> more content. <laughs> yeah. Of all the fucked up shit that yeah, goes on. Imagine all the content we're missing out on because uh, in Europe they have like decent privacy laws. Yeah. It's bullshit. <laughs> need to repeal these laws. I need more content. Uh Pakistani police arrest entire fast food restaurant staff for refusing to give them free burgers. And the milkshake was actually a tampon. Uh, yeah. This is like, this is, when I first saw this going around, I didn't see the part about Pakistan, and I'm like, yeah, sounds about right. Like, yeah, I wasn't <laughs> surprised by it when I first yeah. saw it. And then, I, yeah, I saw that it was uh, not here, and I was like, oh. Yeah, that sounds like something cops would do. Yeah. There was a, a guy, one of the guys involved in one of those incidents, those fake incidents last summer, like recently, Sued. Sued the NYPD. Yeah, he sued the NYPD because it was like, and he described in detail just like how the whole thing went down. And it's like, yeah, it was just a, it was a major inconvenience. He was terrified the whole time. Yeah. Um, yeah, like they were, his chain, his his description of the events is just like, yeah, that fucking sucks. This guy deserves Just money. getting accused out of nowhere of like poisoning a bunch of cops. Yeah. And then getting slandered on like social media when the NYPD is just like, this this restaurant poisoned our officers. Yeah. It's New York like City. Based like, on like, nothing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are going to eat there. Yeah. But Some yeah, people like, might eat there more. Over in Pakistan, the police uh, seem to have a similar sort of uh, sense of entitlement and persecution. Because they kept going to this burger place and being like, uh, hey, we need like, um, I don't know, like 20 burgers for our guys. And we're not paying. 
So uh, deal with it. Yeah, and the, the the restaurant, the proud restaurant, and he's like, "No, fuck you, you pay." Yeah. And then they came back and arrested everyone and kept them in jail all night. Damn. Yeah, I guess I guess truly, all cops are <laughs> all cops, regardless of <laughs> nationality. Yeah. Women now drink as much as men, not so much for pleasure, but to cope. It's not really funny, but no. I mean, hey, equality. You've come a long way, baby. Yeah. Used to be. You think of a picture, picture an alcoholic in your head. What does he look like? Oh, he's a man holding a brown paper bag, pissing his pants. Well, guess what? Now it's a lady. Now it's a lady. And she's not doing it for fun. <laughs> she's doing it because she's sad. She's drinking three glasses of wine at lunch from her job and coming back into work sauced and not telling anyone about it. Because she's miserable. She's doing a great job hiding it just enough that no one notices. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Well, there you go. Yeah. Apparently, like, alcoholism is well, on yeah, no the fucking shit. rise That's why I country. stopped drinking, because it became a seri- severe problem during quarantine. Yeah. Like, good. hey, I have nothing to do. I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. Well, I'm not working boop. right this second. I might as well get tanked and play a video game. Yeah. And it's no, like, that's yeah, that's pretty to, much I what I did stop. for, like, a good solid half of the quarantine. Yeah. I had Before to Before being like, this is not good. <laughs> yeah. Look... They make great if you're if you're thinking about quitting, they make great non-alcoholic beer. And it's a reason why I've like just stuck with it, is because they make great non-alcoholic IPAs. I don't have to deal with a hangover. I, I don't miss getting drunk anymore because I don't even remember what it was like. I do remember I had it's a lot great. of fun. It's great. <laughs> but uh, you're really yeah. missing out. I know, but I, I, I'm very happy. I'm very happy, okay? I I am happy. So Maybe sometime in the future, but yes, the quarantine, it was just, I, and I'm assuming that that is uh, the case with a lot of people in this country. But even like before that, I think it's just people are so uh, stressed out and Well, it's lo- an easy, lonely cheap way to like yeah. make yourself feel better, yeah. which is also very dangerous. And that's what leads you into uh, a really bad addiction. And also just like, you know, the way it is in this country where it's like you can't drink until you're 21. Like college, I don't know, at least college for me, it was Insane. It is ridiculous. Like, yeah. the amount of, like, I'm surprised no one fucking died. Like, people drank so fucking much in college. Yeah, in and a like, lot of colleges, uh, specifically ones with fraternities and sororities, uh, the entire goal of, like, uh, rushing is just like, hey, yeah. how much can this Poison country- these yeah. people, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's no surprise this country has a dysfunctional relationship with alcohol. And it's, as, as we've seen over the past month, the combination of coming out of quarantine and being a high-functioning alcoholic because you uh, developed an issue yeah. during quarantine has not led to great results no. in public. No. <laughs> it's, uh, people can't handle the real world anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's that being drunk, and I, I remember the, the experience, being drunk on the couch in your apartment after three or five shots or beers or whatever yeah. is a lot different than having that exact same amount when you're out in a loud bar or sporting event. It's very different. Yes. <laughs> Your body is up doing things. Yeah. And it can get real sloppy really quick. Yeah. On the couch, you're just like... Well, I'll, guess I'll just fall asleep. <laughs> you're asleep when you're out in public, but your yeah. body's still doing things. Yeah. Yeah. It's looking like John Lennon coming through that door. <laughs> yeah, I'm here to see the Clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Stop drinking. Anyway, next headline. It is now illegal to pay disabled people in Hawaii less than minimum wage. <laughs> they were doing this. So it's one of those things that you like assume would be way too evil to do. 
It sounds like this was like a law that was on the books, but not really being yeah. used by anyone. But like, hard to really know. But yeah, it's horrific that this was something like, oh, we should probably change that. Yeah, they, they put this into place a super long time ago. And it was just like, well, like, if someone's kid is like a little bit slow, I mean, we'll let them like work at the grocery store. They're probably not going to be good at their job. So you can just pay them like a dollar an hour. Who cares? <laughs> Like, you don't have to pay them the full amount. Just give them something to do. And that was that was on the books. It's like how they treat old people. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's good that that's... Uh, it's, no, it's no longer legal to fucking pay slavery wages to uh, some of the most vulnerable people you but can do that to. Because this is America. This is just going to result in a bunch of uh, disabled people being fired. I, I hope not. I hope not, too. If, I mean, if so, if that does happen, you got actually one of the most clear-cut, like, uh, <laughs> wrongful termination lawsuits exactly, you could possibly yeah. get. So I hope they do actually do this. And then the companies And these people lawyer up. Because, yeah. Yeah. This country, one of the, one of the few uh, okay things about the U.S. legal system is the Americans with Disabilities Act <laughs> makes, yeah. it, makes it very bad yeah. for you to uh, discriminate against disabled people in any way. It is. It has been insane watching like the past two months, like the small amount of power that the worker currently has with just companies being like, "Hey, welcome back." By the way, it's still seven bucks. I'm like, all right, well, I'm not gonna yeah, do it. No then. one's coming back. Nope, see ya. It's like, oh, no one wants to work yeah, anymore. So it's like, just, no, no one wants to work for less than they can even afford to pay for their car payment to get to the job. There's so many fast food places. There's just like a sign outside. So Sorry, just, we all quit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hell like, yeah. Like even like the the fucked up thing too is just like servers still getting like two dollars an hour. Well, especially in the south. Yeah. Like over here, like it's not it's still not great to be working minimum wage in California, Los Angeles, because yeah. it's like it's not it's still not enough to fucking live off of. But yeah. like at least there is a minimum wage. Like down in the south, you work as a server at a restaurant, they are only obligated to pay you like two dollars and fifty cents an hour. And they're like, Well, the rest is tips, they so I guess you better smile and work hard. Also split those tips with the back of the house and uh, claim it all for your taxes. It's, it's just yeah, it's especially ridiculous that any restaurant owner in any of those states would complain about anything because it's like you're pocketing all the money you make. You are literally paying slave wages to your employees and just keeping the rest of it. Yeah. Fuck you. That's why I liked there was a place uh, locally here, uh, just just the one that I can think of that was just like we pay our all of our servers a livable wage and the prices are a bit higher. Yeah. There's, that's... And it's like, OK, well, but I'm not t- like and so, look, I would tip on top of it because. I'm American and it feels weird to not tip. Nah. But, but it was, and the prices weren't even that drastically yeah. different. No, there's, there's a bunch of restaurants in like New York City and LA. And like, at least the ones I've been to, they say like, you literally don't have to tip. We've added like, there's a 20% uh, the, the menu is tip. 20% more yeah. expensive. So like, if you want to go above that, yeah. go ahead. But like, you literally, we designed this so no one has to tip. Yes. And uh, I think that's great. But that's what's great too, is you're sitting there going, okay, look, if this menu I'm reading isn't lying, then my server is getting paid a livable wage. Yeah. And that makes me feel better about dining here. Yeah. 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 It's all very good. Yes. Like in and out Apparently, great job. Yeah, everyone's like, people. oh, yeah. Like, oh, you want to be compensated for flipping burgers? It's like, in and out will, like, put you through college. like And, like, the cheapest menu, too, yeah. by the way. They have, like, a, you, can, you can work your way up to management and in and out in, like, five years and be making, like, $90,000. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. yeah. And somehow, somehow it's still, like, the cheapest fucking burger place you can find. Yeah. How do they do it? It's Jesus magic. It, it really is. Yeah. You put some Bible verses on your food. And yeah, there you good go. Things happen. It is blessed. Mm-hmm. Golfer allegedly attacks other player during qualifier. Makes him say uncle. 
More good old fashioned. Say a thousand. That's a say uncle is such a I don't even know where that comes from, but that is a very old school thing. Like I feel like that's something that no one has said sincerely in I several generations. I do not know the origin of it. Say uncle. Yeah. No, I'll never say it. Say uncle. Uncle. That's right. I am your uncle. I I don't know where it comes from. But, I'm your uh, mom's brother. Yeah, these these golfers uh, they're doing an actual qualifier for some sort of tournament and uh US Opens this week. I don't know if it was PGA, but one of the oh, golf- producers Guild of America. <laughs> one of the golfers totally shanked it, and you know when that happens, you, you get very embarrassed and self conscious. He started yelling at the other golfers like, "Hey, uh, help me find the shot!" And the other guy's like, "Find your own ball, idiot!" And then they got in a fight, and the first guy Need beat more him fights up. in golf. First guy punched him in the face and knocked him over and said, "Say, uncle, if you're not gonna help me find my ball, say, uncle." That Masamine guy, he should have put that he was producers Guild and professional he, golf. He, what can't this guy do? <laughs> He's PGA on all fronts. We are blessed to have him here running our small regional theater company. Hey, get over here and knock a ball for the people. <laughs> Crunk. Now watch this drive. <laughs> now watch this drive. That's my, uh, one of my favorite uh, George Bush, George W. Bush moments. It's mm-hmm. uh, just the beginning of the Iraq War. He's being asked. He's being interviewed on the golf course, being asked very like serious questions about uh, you know this this huge thing that's happening. And he gets tired of it. He's like, all right, yeah, now watch this drive. And then he and then he hates like an amazing drive. He's like, all right, well, see you. It's true. It's like when Joe Biden uh, joked that he was going to run over that reporter. <laughs> America's fucking back. I'll do it. This, uh, yeah, presidents just being, uh, being dicks. You love yes. to see it in America. <laughs> they are a representation of our country. Yeah. And final headline, 25 corporations marking pride donated over $10 million to anti-LGBTQ plus politicians, according to study. This is all the brands with the rainbows on their logos this month. Mm-hmm. Some of whom have even changed their app logos to rainbows, which is just very annoying because I can't find them on my phone now. But uh, yeah, uh, they all, this, this shouldn't be surprising, they all have donated, like directly donated money to politicians and PACs that are explicitly like against trans rights and shit like that. Corporations, they're not your friend. They want to make money. So yeah. whatever is... The currently happening in society, they're going to just go with the flow on that and yeah. uh, in, and try in secret to do exactly what they want. Yeah, you really shouldn't you shouldn't judge companies by uh, these literal virtue signaling things like virtue. That term gets tossed around a lot, but this is literally virtue signaling. Mm-hmm. It's them being like, see, pride flag. We love it. But while at the same time, well, yeah, at the same time having not only that, but just in general having business practices that are. Uh, Terrible. Yes. Um, it was uh, Ken, Ken Klippenstein, I believe, the other day. Is, uh, it was fucking the Department of Ice. They they had their pride thing going, and he just had a screenshot of that and a screenshot of like Ice let a fucking transgender migrant like die in one of their facilities after forcing them to uh, be with the wrong gender. Just like yeah, yeah, pride flag. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Don't care. What have you done? What have you actually done? July first, off. Yeah, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough activism for We've all this year. Fun. We've all had fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, that's it for this week's episode of Weekly Weird News. Uh, be sure to check out our most recent episodes over here. Uh, we have a new episode of News Dump that talks about the fact that Batman does not go down on no, women. No, 
hates it. The, the, the scarecrow puts his gas on him, and then all he sees is pussy oh, around him. <laughs> pussy <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, and also, uh, over here, we have a new episode of uh, Tech News Day where um, there was a big Bitcoin conference, and it kind of looked like it marked the end for Bitcoin. Bitcoin! Yeah. Uh, and it continues to drop, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it might, uh, might have marked the end, at least. You know, these things are cyclical. For now. Yeah. So uh, Bitcoin will come back, I'm sure. Yeah. Anyways, watch both of those over here now. Subscribe to the channel if you're not already. Have a great uh, Father's Day. Uh, yeah. If you celebrate. I'll be checking my mailbox. If you're a corporation that celebrates, yeah. Checking my, my mailbox for the gifts that you've sent to me. Click the join button if you want to give us a, a happy Father's yeah. Day gift. That would be the greatest gift of all. Yeah. We'll see you soon. Watch the videos. Bye-bye. Bye.